Ayah number 53. Qul say, O Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, you say, you announce, you proclaim, you let everybody know. Ya ibadi, O my servants, deliver a message to all of mankind that your Lord says, O my servants. Because the fact is that we are all Allah's servants. Every creature is Allah's abd. In Surah Maryam, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says that in kullu man fis samawati wal ardi illa ati rahmani abda. There is no one in the heavens or the earth except that he is a servant to the most merciful. So, Ya ibadi, O my servants. Which servants? What is their description? What is their reality? Their reality is, Alladina, those who asrafu, they have transgressed. They have transgressed against who? Ala anfusihim, against themselves. Those who have transgressed against themselves. How? By committing sin. Because in reality, when we commit sins, who is it that we harm first and foremost? It is ourselves. Asrafu is from the root letter seen rafa. And saraf is to neglect, to spoil. When something gets spoiled, it corrodes. And from the same root is the word israf. And israf is excess or neglect of the set boundaries. You see, for everything there are set boundaries. Like for example, if a person has money, and he's going to spend it on food, even for that, there is a set boundary. When it comes to speaking, the words that we choose, the manner in which we speak, there are some set boundaries. When it comes to our dealings with other people, when it comes to any action that we do, sleeping, eating, talking, any action that we do, there are set boundaries. And israf is to neglect those set boundaries and commit excess. So in essence, israf is tajawuzul had. As servants of Allah, there are certain limits that have been set for us. And going beyond those limits, that is israf. So in other words, Israf is to commit sin. To commit sin. So, الَّذِينَ أَسْرَفُوا عَلَىٰ أَنفُسِهِمْ Those who have committed, those who have transgressed against themselves, how? By sinning too much. They've done Israf, they've gone way out of bounds. They've sinned way too much. And in reality, we all are included in this. Because which day is it when we don't disobey Allah in one matter or another? Which situation is it? Which state is it when we don't end up committing something wrong? We're imperfect, right? And we forget. No matter what we do, no matter what we start, no matter what we touch, what happens? We end up falling short one way or another. In one situation or another. This is our reality. But there is a message. 
from Allah for such servants. Through who? Through the Prophet ﷺ. And this just shows how important this message is. And look at how the ayah begins. Ya ibadi, my servants. By saying, my, there's talattuf, there's kindness, there's affection. This is a very loving address. This is not anger. This is love. Ya ibadi alladina asrafu ala anfusihim. What's the message? La taqnatu. Do not despair. From what? Mir rahmatillah, from the mercy of Allah. La taqnatu, qaf, noon, ta, qunut. Qunut is to become disheartened, to become disappointed, to abandon hope, to lose courage, to become pessimistic, to give up hope of receiving any goodness. The thing is when we start thinking about our sins and we start seeing them, we start realizing them, we feel bad. And shaitan, he tells us, there's no hope for you. You tried fixing your prayers last week and look at you again this week. Look at you again this week. Yes, maybe you managed to perform a few prayers on time, but look at you. You know, there's no hope for you. Here you are praying salah and look at how you talk to your mother. But what does Allah say? لَا تَقْنَطُوا مِنْ رَحْمَةِ اللَّهِ Do not abandon hope. Do not lose courage. Do not feel disheartened from the mercy of Allah. What is the mercy of Allah? His favor, His forgiveness. When He gives the ability to a servant to improve, to change his ways. To seek forgiveness from Allah. So don't lose hope in the mercy of Allah. Never ever think that you are unforgivable. No matter how many sins you've committed, no matter how bad they may be, no matter how serious they may be, no matter how grave they may be, no matter how bad your history is, no matter how embarrassed and ashamed you feel about it, still, لَا تَقْنَطُوا مِنْ رَحْمَةِ Do not despair from the mercy of Allah. إِنَّ اللَّهَ Indeed Allah. Why is it that you should not give up hope in Allah? Because indeed Allah يَغْفِرُ He forgives. What does He forgive? الذنوب. The sins. Which sins? Jamia, All. Without exception. Regardless of their enormity, their gravity, their seriousness, their great numbers, Allah forgives all sins. What is forgiveness? What is maghfirah? Satru dham wa tajawuz anhu. To conceal a sin and then pardon it. To conceal it and pardon it. Not hold someone accountable. Not make them suffer the consequences of their action. This is maghfirah. Allah says, He يَغْفِرُ الذُّنُوبَ جَمِيعًا And what are dhunub? Plural of the word dhamb. Every action that brings a harmful consequence. And the word dhamb can apply to any sin. Whether small or big. Minor or major. The most major even. When a person repents and he seeks forgiveness from Allah, then inna Allah yaghfiru dhunuba jamia, because innahu 
huwal ghafurur rahim indeed he he alone is the most forgiving al ghafur the one who forgives over and over again and he is ar rahim the merciful whose mercy never ends but the condition is that you turn back you leave the wrong that you are doing you leave the sin and you go to allah and when you go to him you will find him forgiving and merciful we see that in this ayah all of mankind is addressed very lovingly very lovingly very affectionately specifically the sinners and there's an invitation over here to have hope in allah's mercy and turn to him in repentance there's a hadith in bukhari in which we learn ibn abbas radiyallahu anhu he said that there were some people who were mushrikeen and they had committed many crimes they had committed many murders they had committed zina numerous times excessively and they came to the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam and they said O Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam whatever you say and invite people to is very good we like what you say we like your invitation it makes a lot of sense we want to accept it but could you tell us about the expiation for what we have done meaning can we ever be forgiven for what we have done in our past our history our records our criminal records is there any way that that will be forgiven is there any possibility any room for forgiveness and ibn abbas radiyallahu anhu said so allah revealed this ayah this is in bukhari these are people with a life full of sins and not just small sins they're major sins qatl murder not just one murder many murders zina not just once or twice numerous times so you're talking about major major sins and what is said over here la taqnatu min rahmatillah do not give up hope in the mercy of allah you see hope comes first then comes istighfar and tauba if we don't have hope in allah's mercy we cannot seek forgiveness from him we cannot repent from our sins because repentance means we leave the sins repentance means that we beg allah to forgive us for what we have done we admit it we feel regret over it we leave it and we promise never to repeat it we try our best this is repentance but repentance cannot happen unless and until there is hope what does shaitan do he destroys hope what do people do even they kill hope in us what does allah say la taqnatu always always have hope never leave hope hope is so important we learn in a hadith that once the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam went out with a group of his companions and these companions they were laughing and they were talking they were chilling basically and the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam didn't like all that laughter he said by the one in whose hand my soul is if you knew what i knew you would laugh little and weep much and then he left and the sahaba started crying and allah subhanahu wa ta'ala revealed to the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam that why did you make my slaves despair Why did you make my slaves despair? Why did you make them leave hope to such an extent that they're crying? 
So the Prophet ﷺ said, give good news. He said to the people, give good news. Guide people and draw near to one another. Meaning have hope. Give good news, give hope. لا تقنطوا No matter what sin has been committed, no matter who the person is, no matter how guilty they are, no matter what their record is, always, always give hope. لا تقنطوا من رحمة الله And this is ikhlas. This is really making your deen only for Allah, your worship only for Allah. Because there is no escape from Allah except to Allah. When I do good, I turn to Him. And when I sin, I turn to Him. He is the center, the focus, the eternal refuge. So, لا تقنطوا من رحمة الله Why? Because إِنَّ اللَّهَ يَغْفِرُ الذُّنُوبَ جَمِيعًا إِنَّهُ هُوَ الْغَفُورُ الرَّحِيمُ Nobody needs to stay back. No one needs to stay behind from coming towards Allah Azza wa Jal. In Surah An-Nisa, Ayah 110, Allah says, وَمَنْ يَعْمَلْ سُوءًا أَوْ يَظْلِمْ نَفْسَهُ ثُمَّ يَسْتَغْفِرِ اللَّهِ يَجِدِ اللَّهَ غَفُورًا رَحِيمًا Whoever does an evil action, or he wrongs himself, and then he seeks forgiveness from Allah, he will find Allah forgiving and merciful. In Surah At-Tawbah, Ayah 104, Allah says, Do they not know? Have they forgotten? What happened? Don't they know that it is Allah who accepts repentance from His servants? He accepts repentance from His servants? Because he is a tawab, he is a rahim. This ayah does not mean keep on sinning, do whatever you want, and Allah will forgive you. What this ayah means is don't stay back from istighfar. Don't hold yourself back from repentance. No matter what you've done, there is always a chance for you to go back to Allah as long as you are alive. Because we learn from other places in the Quran that if a person delays tawbah, he delays istighfar until the very end of his life. And he says, you know what, before I die, I'll seek forgiveness. Like Fir'aun did. Then that's too late. That is not real tawbah. Real tawbah is when you can sin. When you can disobey Allah. But you realize this is wrong. This is something Allah does not approve of. So you feel guilty about having done it before. And you feel bad about inclining towards it again. And you ask Allah, forgive me for my past and save me from what I'm about to do or what I could do. You give me the strength to avoid it. You forgive me. This is tawbah. That when you choose to leave a sin. So this ayah, what this means is, go towards Allah. Seek forgiveness from Allah. Repent from your sins. Don't keep yourself back. And that's exactly what the next ayah says. وَأَنِيبُوا إِلَىٰ رَبِّكُمْ وَأَنْ أَنِيبُوا All of you return. Meaning, do not despair. لَا تَقْنَطُوا Do not despair. Instead, what should you do? أَنِيبُوا Return. Return to who? To Allah. Even with this whole baggage of sins? Yes. No matter how far you've gone, turn back and go home. Turn back and go to Allah. Go to your refuge. Because where else can you go? Anibu ila rabbikum. 
You see the word anibu from the same root as the word nob. And what does nob mean? A honeybee. Because a honeybee, when it leaves its hive, goes back. It goes back. And that's what we need to do. When we do israf, when we catch ourselves, when we find ourselves doing something wrong, instead of staying there and justifying that sin, or persisting in that wrong action, finding excuses for it, or on the other hand, despairing of Allah's mercy, thinking there's no hope left for me. No, don't stay there. Go back to Allah. Anibu ila rabbikum wa aslimu lahu and submit to him. Go back to Allah, meaning repent. Aslimu lahu, submit to him. What does Islam mean? Surrender. Because you're his servant anyway. So show servitude. Show obedience. You see, inaba is with the heart. And Islam is with the limbs. Inaba is repentance. And where is repentance? It's in the heart. But then, don't just say, oh, I feel so bad. And then you keep doing your wrong actions. No. Aslimu lahu. Submit to him. Submit your limbs to him also. Meaning, bring the change in your actions. Whatever sin you were committing before, you left it. You're going to Allah, seeking his forgiveness. But then also leave that sin. And then a threat is given. Min qabli. Before. On that, يَأْتِيَكُمُ الْعَذَابِ The punishment comes to you. Leave your sin. Turn back to Allah. Surrender to Him. Before the punishment of your sins comes to you, ثُمَّ لَا تُنْصَرُونَ And then you shall not be helped. When the punishment comes, then there is no help. So repent before it's too late. Do not delay. What is this ayah telling us? That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala does not mind accepting His sinful servants. He does not mind forgiving them at all. Do people mind? Do we mind? If somebody has wronged us, and they come to us saying sorry, we mind a lot. Even to hear the word sorry. That firstly, you did something wrong and now you're embarrassing me by saying sorry so that I have to forgive you whereas I was hurt you wronged me you understand what I'm saying but what do we see here anibu ila rabbikum why? because Allah does not mind accepting His sinful servants at all He doesn't mind forgiving His sinful servants at all everyone is welcome this is what this means Allah rejoices when His servants return to Him. All sinners are welcome before Allah. All sinners. In a hadith we learn, the Prophet ﷺ said, he described how happy Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is when His servant repents to Him. He said, Allah is more pleased with the repentance of a servant when He turns towards Him for repentance. Then the person among you who is upon his camel, who has a camel, and on his camel are all of his goodies, all of his means of survival in the journey, and then that person loses that camel. When he loses that camel, he begins looking for that camel. And then he gives up 
He doesn't think that the camel is going to return. So he falls asleep. And then when he wakes up, he finds his camel in front of him. Do you think that person would be happy? He would rejoice. He would be jumping out of joy, screaming out of joy. And the Prophet ﷺ said, Allah is more happy than this person. And in hadith we learn that that person, because of his extreme happiness, he ends up saying something that is completely inappropriate. Because of extreme happiness, he says, Oh Allah, you are my servant and I am your Lord. You understand? Why did he make that mistake? He didn't mean it. It was an accident because of extreme joy. It's like his senses were overcome. This is the max level of happiness. The Prophet ﷺ said, Allah is more happy. You think this guy is happy? Allah is more happy when a servant repents to him. So don't keep yourself back. Go to Allah. Did you want to say something? And the other sister was so curious. She said, how many times will you keep saying sorry just to embarrass the other sister? Yes. I mean, people get angry when they're told, I'm sorry. Right? Because it's as if they're being forced to forgive and they don't want to forgive. But what do we learn? Allah loves, loves to forgive. So, وَأَنِيبُوا إِلَىٰ رَبِّكُمْ وَأَسْلِمُوا لَهُ Return to Him and submit to Him. Again, this is ikhlas. Turn to Him, submit to Him. Because you see, sin is rebellion, israf. So come out of that state. Go to Him and surrender to Him. Obey Him. And remember that life is short. It is limited. Until when will you run around in rebellion to your Lord? Until when will you neglect Him? The consequences of your actions are real. So save yourself. أَنِيبُوا إِلَىٰ رَبِّكُمْ وَأَسْلِمُوا لَهُ مِنْ قَبْلِ أَنْ يَأْتِيَكُمُ الْعَذَابِ And what is this عذاب referring to? It's referring to death. The punishment in the hereafter. But we see sometimes in this world also, in this life also, we are made to taste the consequences of our sins. And when that happens, when some disaster strikes, and we realize this is my own wrongdoing, I did something because of which Allah's mercy was taken away from me, because of which I am suffering, then who helps us? But the good news is that as long as a person is alive, he's welcome. He must repent. He must take advantage. وَاتَّبِعُوا Allah says, and follow, pursue, be on the track of what? أَحْسَنَ The best. Best of what? مَا that which أُنزِلَ إِلَيْكُمْ مِنْ رَبِّكُمْ That which has been revealed to you from your Lord. And what is it that has been revealed? It's the Qur'an. So follow the ahsan. The ahsan meaning the best of it. You see, what this ayah means is that the Qur'an in itself is excellent because it is ahsan. It doesn't mean that parts of the Qur'an are ahsan and other parts are bad. No, not at all. Ahsan as in, in itself, it is entirely excellent. Every command, every order that is given in the Qur'an is excellent. So follow it. Why are you pursuing your desires? Committing excess, committing sin. Follow what Allah has said, what Allah has revealed. And what is it that Allah has revealed? It is excellent. It is the best thing for you. If you follow it, only you will benefit. And ahsana ma unzila ilaykum min rabbikum. This is also implying that the Qur'an is the best of all scriptures that Allah has revealed.
So follow that. Min qabli. Again, urgency. Because we delay doing tawbah, right? We delay tawbah. Why do we delay? We delay out of this fear that, you know what, I'm not strong enough. So here I am, I'm going to do tawbah today and tomorrow I'm going to make the same mistake. We delay. Isn't it? This is why we also delay doing certain good deeds. I'm not strong enough, I'll wait. You know, maybe until I'm 20 or 30 or something. And then I will do it. What guarantee do you have that you will live until tomorrow? That you will live until you're 20 or 30 or 40? You don't have that guarantee. So repent before it's late. Follow what Allah has revealed before it's late. مِنْ قَبْلِ أَنْ يَأْتِيَكُمُ الْعَذَابِ Before the punishment comes to you, بَغْتَةً By surprise, without any warning, وَأَنْتُمْ لَا تَشْعُرُونَ And you do not perceive, meaning you do not perceive its arrival. You never saw it coming. You didn't think it would happen, but then it came. The Qur'an is indeed the best scripture that Allah has revealed. In a hadith, the Prophet ﷺ said that Allah has set forth an example. An example. What is that example? There is a road which leads straight to the destination. There is a road that leads where? Straight to the destination. Meaning if you stay on the road, if you keep walking, where is it that you're going to end up? Destination. Alright? On either side of the road, there are walls. So on both sides, there are walls. And because of those walls, the path is straight. Within those walls are open doors. But on those open doors are curtains. You understand what's happening? On those open doors are curtains. There's a voice coming from the front coming from the end of the road. And that voice says, proceed straight and don't turn on any side. Proceed straight. Do not lift any curtain. Do not go into any door because if you do, you're going to fall. It's not going to let you stay on track and you're never going to make it to your destination then. So there's a voice from the front that's constantly reminding, proceed straight and do not turn to any side. So when a person intends to lift a curtain, because it's tempting, right? There isn't just one door, there are many doors. Not just on one side, but both sides. Where do you look? You understand? You're going to look. And then if there's a door that's open and a curtain, there's going to be curiosity. I wonder what's there. And when you keep walking on that road, you know, shaitan attacks and then you feel kind of bored and you want to explore different things. So each time a person intends to lift the curtain, a voice from above calls him and says, beware, don't lift the curtain. Otherwise, you'll be lured inside. If you open it, you're going to go inside. So don't even open it. Don't even touch it. The Prophet ﷺ explained, he said the path the straight path is Islam. So what's the destination then? It's Jannah. Mustaqim. What's the destination? Allah's approval. The walls are the limits set by Allah. The open doors are the things that He has prohibited. And you see there is a curtain. You understand? 
things that he has prohibited, like for example lying, any action that is forbidden, that a Muslim should not do, that a person who is striving for Allah's pleasure should not indulge in, right? It's an open door. What does it mean? It's possible to commit that sin. But there's a curtain. There's a curtain telling you, don't even go here. Notice it's not a door which is locked, right? That you would have to unlock and then try to open. No. And this also implies it's very easy to go into that door very quickly. Right? But the open doors are the things that he has prohibited. The voice which calls from the end of the road is the Qur'an. The voice that helps you stay on track is what? It's the Qur'an. Because it tells you, this is a curtain, a dangerous door. Right? It brings awareness to you. It tells you, proceed straight, don't turn to any side. And the voice which calls from above is Allah's monitor in the heart of every believer. Allah's monitor in the heart in every believer. Meaning, it's your heart that tells you, don't do it. But it's the sound heart. It's the heart that is following the Qur'an, not the heart that is corrupted. Right? The corrupted heart will say, go here, go there, try this, try that. But when a person keeps the Qur'an in front of him, and he follows the Qur'an, then he is saved from israf. He is saved from committing haram. The monitor in the heart also, it helps a person remain guided. So, وَاتَّبِعُوا أَحْسَنَ مَا أُنزِلَ إِلَيْكُمْ مِنْ رَبِّكُمْ I love this hadith. It's amazing. You see, there are so many opportunities, so many ways of doing wrong. So many possibilities that come before us. In a day, think about it, how many times is it that we come across a door that's open? A door that's inviting us to sin. How many times? So many times. There are so many tests. But what helps you stay on track? It's the Qur'an. It's following the Qur'an. So, وَاتَّبِعُوا أَحْسَنَ مَا أُنزِلَ إِلَيْكُمْ مِنْ رَبِّكُمْ once you've come out of that door and you are on the straight path, now remain. Min qabli an yatiyakum al-adabu baghtatan wa antum la tashurun.